You were always scum. Rebel scum. Brock, check it out. We're good. We're live right now. What? I got. I got a new mask. Friend Marsha. Oh, cool. Friend Marsha was over this weekend, and she gave me a birthday present. This Star Wars mask was one of those gifts. It's um. Nice. It looks awesome. What's, yeah, it's pretty, it's vintage. What's on it? It's vintage. Uh what's on it's it? It's upside down. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 all over the place because it's I guess it's ham- Etsy, it's handmade. So it's, oh, I see. There's Leia, Boba Fett, uh, C-3PO and R2 are in there. A stormtroopers in there. Yoda is in there. It looks like mm-hmm. Chewie and Vader have been cut off because of the material, but the inside's also dope. Look at that. I would wear a shirt of that. Of that material right there. I would wear yeah, that. like checkered. Yeah, I'd wear that. So anyway, that's a uh, uh, Marsha game. That's a thanks for that it's great because it's a pandemic as you know so <laughs> what is this still happening do people looks, do people still i can't put it on do people still, still care do they still care about this pandemic <laughs> that that style i like that style mine's like see i don't like that one i mean i like it looks quality but like i like the one that has the like the folds um yeah people are wearing masks you know chilling relaxing maxing all cool maxing relaxing all cool but what you gonna do i don't know we take the masks off oh and we boy. become rebel scum uh rebel yeah scum right, guys. i'm brock james is- we are live <laughs> from star wars and- celebration in anaheim we made oh, it. Oh, it oh, starts. Oh, oh. Uh, this is going up on Thursday. It starts today. Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Do you think we will see George Lucas live in person at Celebration today? Yes, but he will not wear a mask. He will be in a bubble, like a hamster blow-up bubble sort of thing. I get um, it. I'm a little disappointed. Also, I wish they all could be Rebel Scum patreons i don't know I, I was going for california girls there i wish they all could be rebel scum there we go that's better yeah. everybody rebel scum tonight everybody rebel scum anyways um i'm a little disappointed james and uh i think a lot of people I, listening are disappointed you agree with me well yeah yeah i mean this um I'm surprised that they're not doing some kind of virtual con of some sort. Perhaps they're hiding, waiting, but like, I mean, they didn't know how good DC fandom was going to do or how well it was going to do. No, uh, I, I call if, bull crap on yeah, that. Go ahead. I call bull crap on that. Why? Or DC Why? just pulled that out of their butts. I mean, no, no, I think they prepared it. <laughs> No, I, mean, yeah. I know, I know. So why couldn't Star Wars Celebration, who knew for months, like, 
anyway, I just think DC Fandom was a great success, obviously. Everybody loved it. Everybody's talking about it. They blew people out of the water. Oh, okay. Then we're agreeing on the same thing. Yeah, we're agreeing. And I'm, I'm just saying there's no excuse for them not to be able to do that. There's no excuse for that not being the case right now. Yeah, there's zero. There is zero. I, I mean, since it's the weekend before, okay. But, like, come on. like No excuse. Like, you can make it happen. No excuse. Uh I would argue they need to release some kind of trailer. I got you know two. by the like, time this on. by the time this comes up, we might see the Mandalorian season two trailer. To be like, it, <laughs> I mean, it's true, but but also look, yes, but you know what? You brought up the DC fandom, and I didn't. I actually haven't seen this part of it yet. But the Black Adam, uh, the Rock thing, narrated by the Rock. Okay, apparently all that oh, is it's nothing huge. No, but it's artwork by Boss Logic, right? And it said yeah, Black yeah. Adam's coming and like Hawkman's in it or something like that. I don't really know, but I was told Fantasia yeah. said Hawkman's in it because as we all, I'm a huge Hawkman fan. I am Hawkman's biggest fan. Yeah. But like, like think of the Obi Wan series. They could have done something like that with the Obi Wan series. Like just been I, like you yeah, and McGregor yeah. oh, narrating yeah. as Obi. Oh, like they could do all these little things. Be like, this is happening. This is the tone. Like little things like that that they could do a Mandalorian show. Yeah. This could all happen. Potentially, could it still happen this weekend? Yes, but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't have the effect of DC fandom, which they, you know, they advertised for for months, for a couple months anyway. I just, I just feel like yeah. a huge like it was like, oh, we can't have celebration, and they were just like, well, we're done, it's over. Like, no, 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 the world is online right now. Like you and I right now are talking, and there are people <laughs> listening to us all across the globe, yeah. and we're not even popular. Sorry, Brock, not the burst your bubble. But we're like, we're not we are, and no offense to our listeners, but we're bottom of the barrel. But people are still listening all over the yeah. all over the world. Celebration could have done that easily. And if you want to charge me a dollar to watch a stupid video, charge me a dollar. I would watch it, probably. But you could you could do that with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Show me the Mandalorian trailer. Cassie and Andor they could have done something with. There, they, there's a billion things they could have done this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't have to be nine hours. It doesn't have to be exactly like DC fandom. It could just be little things here and there. Um, I, yeah. I, I just feel like they, they screwed the pooch on this one. You, you can't tell me that in January of this year they hadn't already started figuring out their programming. Come on. Come on. How, Come on. <laughs> how hard is it for them to put together a 40th anniversary video on The Empire Strikes Back and you have Harrison Ford saying, oh, I really like the script. And Mark Hamill being like, oh, I was really surprised. And then, you know, you have all the uh, – George Lucas, well, when I thought that Vader would be his father. Uh, bam! Five-minute video, th- yeah. 15-minute video if you want. You throw it together, put it up. You put clips of the movie and you put clips of the making of all these. You could do yeah. that tonight and have it ready for us tomorrow. <laughs> like, you could yeah, do that. Tape, like half of it. Yeah, like you could, but you could do that during the pandemic. It's not impossible. Yeah. But for some reason, they're like, well, you'll get the shop. And you get to buy the merch on Friday. I don't follow the Josh Gad uh, podcast or video cast or whatever he calls it. I, I think it's really cool. I I just seen it on social media. They, if he can do it, and he would absolutely be great to like host some Star Wars panel. I think he's done something. Wouldn't a reunited apart on the Last Jedi be the best? <laughs> Like a newer movie, Absolutely. like or on the rise of Skywalker. Well, it's been a while. Yeah, I would watch and it. I'm, you could absolutely get Warwick Davis to do his usual hosting things. It's just people sitting in front of people, yeah, 
talking like what's the difference if you're in the room or not i love like i work in in corporate av and they keep like people keep saying it's like oh i don't feel or like the clients that are there in our studio and they don't have an audience like i don't feel engaged because there's no audience i'm like you gotta let it go because it's like just because you're in a ballroom with a hundred of your employees or clientele listening to your talk doesn't mean they're paying attention like I'm, I'm a camera guy. I've seen people asleep in crowds when I do crowd shots, or I've seen them from behind all looking at their phones. And there's nothing more annoying so than when like, someone's talking over your presentation. Like I just did to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's maybe they'll surprise us in some way. I don't know. Cause like, as you said, we're, we're shooting this, or we're taping this ahead of time. Yeah, we could be totally wrong, I, and everyone's like, "These dummies." I, I look a Mandalorian trailer. To, I know a lot. There's been a lot of speculation last little while that we we're going to get one during whatever, 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 and who cares, whatever. But I think mm-hmm. this weekend really would be. I, I think it would. It would actually be like extending an olive branch. Like, I don't know if that's the phrase, but it would be a nice gesture to the fans who wanted to go to celebration who cannot be there to say we know you wanted to be there and maybe it's yeah. not maybe it's not a tra- you know what even better than a trailer because like i said we're all watching this stupid show anyway like this the trailer's not gonna make me go well now i want to see it like i'm already there <laughs> right? but it would be even better a sizzle reel john favreau kind of hosts the talks about it you cut a favreau yep. cut the filoni maybe a kathleen kennedy maybe a pedro pascal nothing big just but it's a sizzle reel behind the scenes and they talk about the impact of the first show and what it was and the directions they think of going in the second season and then they show you a cool clip from the second season and it ends on something they go they go oh and then that's it and they're like we'll see you in october and maybe put the date yeah. and if they don't have the exact date then don't put the date again i don't care the this is why i don't care about the date because whenever they're like it's going to drop, I'm going to watch it. So whether yeah, it's exactly. October second, twenty second, or thirty first, I'm watching the show that day. None of that concerns me. We know it's coming out. We know it's happening. It's not like it's up in the air. We know it's coming out in October. So I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna look. A trailer drops. I'm gonna love it. Gonna want to watch it. All that stuff. But I don't need it to sell me on the second season of the show. Yeah. It. It doesn't. It really doesn't make any sense because it's like, yeah. I mean, if they don't release a trailer this weekend, it's like, what are you doing? Like, hypothetically, it's less than two months away. Yeah. It's almost like, let's call it a month. Let's say it's early October. We're almost in September. Like, you're gonna start showing trailers at some point. Although, I can't remember what they did with Mandalorian. I know they showed Mandalorian at the last. Um, celebrations. Yeah, they had the panel. Yeah, and they but they showed a trailer then, or something for only the people there. Yeah, and then we got a trailer later on YouTube because Disney Plus wasn't out yet. Yeah. I don't know how they advertise for Disney Plus. They must show normal commercials. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was all. I remember on watching. TV. I remember watching a show, and you ever watch like right? Okay, especially ABC, yeah. right? Your Grey's Anatomies and all that stuff. They are hardcore yeah. on that. Like, watch the Mandalorian. It's the same as Grey's Anatomy, yeah. but shorter. <laughs> I was talking about the volume today. <laughs> so good. So yeah. Good. Um. But yeah. No. I mean, I that the, we shouldn't go. So say celebration. 
there is going to be some stuff the star wars stuff happening this weekend mostly you can pay spend more money <laughs> yeah they i got the email you sent me a link uh they have shown the exclusives for the uh for the convention itself pretty sweet what did you think did you look at the pictures yeah that was okay but i gotta somehow get aaron the avocado bb8 shirt that one uh aaron was all oh about i that. didn't even see oh wait yeah, I, know what you're yeah, about. yeah aaron, I mean he looks a little bit more uh, like an apple with an avocado seed but uh aaron yeah. was all over that one and there was you know what? i'm not gonna lie the pins didn't blow me away um no me like, neither but the pins the pin the style of the pins they have a t-shirt that has the uh hoth han and chewbacca and the and the probe droid oh it starts shopping says, you can you can shop right now oh wow 24 dollars for the avocado shirt how much is that shirt you know what the one that you're just talking about the one with that says uh Empire that one's cool. I like 50, that one. Fifty dollars. That's fifty dollars. What a load of crap! Fifty for bucks yeah, for a t-shirt. BB-8 avocado t-shirt. But oh, the avocado one's a kid's t-shirt. Yeah, for a t-shirt. <laughs> I can't. Hold on, I'll click on it wow. to show you. I, I can't make it up. Oh, it's a Hoth pin set and, and t-shirt combo. That's why it's a combo. Oh, okay. okay That's not yes. terrible. But still, fifty bucks. I just want the t-shirt because. I mean, the pins are whatever. I mean, if I was there and they're affordable, which which they probably aren't, yeah. I would get the Mandalorian pin and T-shirt set. I think I'm kind of still, but the 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 geeky tiki ATAT punch bowl looks kind of cool. The Minox suction cup oh, yeah, flush. Yeah. yeah, honestly, that's all they have. Oh wait, view all. Maybe there's more. View all. And there's like that ATAT that's like a flower plant, right? It's think. a punch bowl. It's a punch bowl. Um. Oh, it's a punch bowl. Yeah. Oh, there's not actually a lot, eh? Eh? Canadian there, eh? Oh, the adult BB-8 shirt is thirty dollars. That's a that's normal. American it's like US dollars. American, yeah, dollars. for sure, American. Oh, and that's a like the rise of Skywalker. But but I think. I don't know if it's going to release in the stores yet. Tomorrow, or now, <laughs> this morning, uh, Funko will be selling, or have been sold out by now, of the <laughs> Funko exclusive for this, which is the uh, Ralph McQuarrie concert. I, it's, I think co convention, I can't remember what they called it, like classic yeah, the, convention. No, book, yeah. But the Ralph McQuarrie Funko based on his designs. That definitely can't happen this morning so that's exciting they will be sold in like other places so i don't know if that'll be on friday because those things tend to happen on fridays i don't know but i've i've searched i've combed the internet and it seems like no one is pushing it at hot topic or or eb slash gamestop yet so we'll see very exciting stuff so there's something <laughs> yeah there's something for everyone yeah just looking at the merch. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'll. I'll consider the um, the BBA shirt for Aaron. It'll be sold out by the time I make up my mind. I just thirty dollars is like forty five dollars, oh, yeah. forty six dollars plus shipping is going to be through the wazoo. Shipping, yeah. And yeah, like I, I, I wanted to get this hat the other day. It was, it was sixty bucks on sale for thirty American. I was like, it's still worth it to me. 
shipping was $32 American. Yeah. On a shirt. And I said, well. Oh, get out of here. Double. Oh, it costs more to ship it than the actual hat. So I didn't. I obviously didn't get the hat. No, I will say this. I'd be okay with it if it wasn't so high. I don't care too much about the shipping because I do want to support the U.S. Postal Service because that needs to happen. Head, uh, big ups, shout outs to executive producer Heidi Fetter because she is a Postal Service shout out. deliverer, I believe. Yeah, but $32 over a $30 hat. So. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> I think that's a, that's a big... That's a big the big uh the the u.s postal service is a big hot topic right now in uh in u.s so yes, i would so. like to support them so oh, now i'm conflicted i don't know arguably yeah, they are better than here this here's a problem though when it gets to the border it's the canadian canada <laughs> post which is a disaster That's <laughs> <laughs> your your item has been in mississauga for 72 weeks can i just go pick it up <laughs> now <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that shirt is cool. Like, I don't really get excited about convention exclusive shirts, but that one is that one's cool. And then like, it'd be cool to have because it's a thing that didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, <I'll... laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go all in on these. The pins. No offense to the, whoever designed the pins. They're not my favorite. Let's yeah. go. I didn't. The last the no. the Chicago ones I thought were okay. The, but the Orlando ones were so much better. I thought just, just, I, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. Um, and I got the chance that we we met and interviewed uh, Derek Laughman who did those ones. I just thought they were like, I really liked. You know, I was obsessed with them. I tried to get more. I, I liked that style quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. whatever. All right, you want to talk about Ben Solo yeah. before we get to the odds? Yeah, sure. I don't know what this news. There, is. Okay, so I, we're not going to talk about what the news is because news is. You know, because hearsay is hearsay. But let's talk about the prospect of Ben Solo returning, Adam Adam Driver returning as uh, mm. Ben Solo. Would you a be up for it? B do you think it's going to happen? And C how would you like to see it happen? I would be up for it uh, in any form, be it I don't know, how, like film or cartoon or comic. I mean, I guess it's already happening in comics, but like, I'd be down for it because I find, but I would like to know about more about Ben Solo, and I find Kylo Ren an interesting character. Um, do I think it's gonna happen? No, but weirder things have happened, and with pandemic, doing an animated uh, version of Ben Solo where uh, Adam Driver voices it probably is the most possible thing happening production-wise. But what do I know? Um, and the third one was, what was the third one? How do you want it to happen? Yeah. I mean, I've kind of said that. I've kind of answered that, but I will say, I do not want if we Ben Solo comes back. I mean, I Ben Solo can mean a lot of things, but like, I don't want Ben Solo and and Ray to be together. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't want a return to that story. That story's done. I like the character. I like both characters. I want content of both, but like, Separate. I don't need it. So that's my opinion. I am um, gonna get a lot of hate, but I do. I love Kylo Ren, Ben. So I love it. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think eventually I might want to see, you know, what understand more of what happened to him after the rise of Skywalker during the rise of Skywalker. But right now yeah. you got the Taika Waititi movie coming out, and if that's the Ben Solo one, then fine. But I don't think it is. You got the Mandalorian. I'm kind of okay with taking us into Star Wars stories that don't rely on these characters and these bloodlines right now. And I'm the one who wanted everybody to be connected when these things come up because for me that that saga that we just saw was about you know the Skywalkers and about yeah. um, that family more than anything. So I, but right now I you know the Mandalorian is is so good and it doesn't rely on any of that. It uses it uses that stuff though. It does use what you know of Star mm-hmm. Wars to progress it, but you don't you know it's not about that. The Taika Waititi thing. I'm still, I'm still kind of curious about the High Republic stuff, which we would also be reading now, because I'm, I'm, I'm like, how? I, I'm sure it'll be good, but at, at what? Where do you go in the timeline where you say, well, is this even really Star Wars anymore? Like, it might start feeling very different from Star Wars. Um. So, but I just kind of wouldn't mind them seeing staying away from Ben Solo for the time being. And if you're going to make it a cartoon, an animated show, or you're going to make it a, a book or a comic, just to me, it no offense to books and comics and stuff because I love them, but it cheapens it. It's not, it's not the same. Like yeah. it's, it's just it, like the, the Rise of Color and comic is fine, but it's not the same as if we would have got that, you know. So it, it to me, it's just yeah. either, either go all in or move on for now and come back to it in, in the future. Right. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's funny that you bring up like, uh, they, we should move away from it when I believe Kathleen Kennedy had some interview online that was like, oh, like we, the future of film, like we have 25,000 years of, of, uh, year, uh, con- or, like time in the galaxy. So like, she doesn't say anything, but I found a lot of uh, articles sort of like, she says we could go into like the past of the galaxy and i'm like she didn't say anything it didn't confirm she's like oh we just have a huge period of time to play around with they do my fear is that when you go into like these other like a future past whatever it is it this skywalker saga that we've seen Mm -hmm. is the center of the star wars universe and I don't care what anyone says. It's the center of the Star Wars universe. Your favorite Star Wars could be whatever it is. And you know what? The perfect example is everyone's favorite Lost Stars. Lost Stars, the center of Lost Stars is the original trilogy. That's what Star Wars is. Star Wars is the center of this universe. Everything around it all has to rely on the knowledge we have gotten from the six, the 11 movies, whatever. The, the, the Skywalker saga, let's say. Everything relies on that. So if you do something in the past, you have to acknowledge the what we've gotten in those movies. And if you go in the future, you have to acknowledge it. You don't have to come out and be like, well, Luke Skywalker was a great Jedi. You don't have to do that. But you, there has to be, an, like the Mandalorian, again, does it, where there's the understanding of there was an empire, things have happened. There's Yoda with the four. Like, everything's connecting to what we already know, so nothing feels disjointed. When you start to go in your own, and you're like, well, I'm going to do my own Star Wars story that has nothing to do with Star Wars because I believe Star Wars is about... It's like David Fincher when he was like... When he turned down Star Wars because he's like, well, for me, the heroes... It's like, no, you need someone who understands this genre. If they want to do something else, that's fine. Let them do something else, though. Don't come into Star Wars. 
eventually you could slowly yeah. drift and move away because the center of the universe over time will get bigger and bigger and bigger. But right now, the Skywalker saga, those the the nine movies are the center of your of your galaxy, I should say. And you need to respect yeah. those, understand them, and everything you're doing has to either lead up to that trilogy or has to be built from that trilogy if you go in the future. And there needs to be a respect for that from all the storytellers going forward. I have faith that they will, except for Taika Waititi, who ruined my childhood. <laughs> and it's just like people run with like these random things that people from Star Wars say, but it's like in the the art one article I read is like, oh, that means we can do, uh, uh, what was the, what was the game? Uh, Old Republic, Tales of the Old Republic. It's like, or Knights of the Old Republic. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you do know that there's a book series coming out called The High Republic. Yeah. It's like she's probably more referencing that, if anything. Yeah. And it's, and I was like, oh, this person doesn't know anything of what's going on in Star Wars. They're just like, oh perhaps we can glean something from this exactly so i mean i would be really hyped to see like like that animatic black adam for a high republic which is yes completely possible to do completely possible <laughs> you want everyone's like missed opportunities um, with luke so, leia and han and the falcon missed opportunity is not having that kind of stuff ready for us this weekend or even the next weekend it's so simple. You can get Star Wars fans Absolutely. jazzed. Um, but anyway, whatever. Yeah. Why did you bring up Ben Solo? Was there some kind of theory going around or is this something? Uh, no, no. I read it somewhere, but I don't know where. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Like there... Hold on. I'll find it. This is from... Oh. Castle Transmissions. Oh. Yeah. All right, you want to go to the odds? You get one? Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. odds brought Brought to you and us and everyone by our Patreon. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people that like to listen to whatever it is we do. The wonderful people they are. Uh, And our Patreons are... Executive producer Heidi Fetter. Heidi! Uh, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, <laughs> Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Janet Rubio, Sooner Thron, Rural Farm Boy, Austin Scher, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven Spencer, Gleek Play One, Automated, Joy, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane. Girls with Sabres, and uh, DC's newest fan, the Denim Nerds. Yeah, I went there. I was on... I didn't watch any stuff. Is he hating on DC? No, he's loving it, and I'll tell you right now, I was on the show. You can look this up. I don't know what it was, so it's going to be very difficult to look it up, but I was on the show a few years ago. I was living in the apartment at the time. It was years ago, and I said... uh, And I was talking about how I love Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, and I like that stuff. And I got laughed yeah. at on the denim nerds. Laughed at. Well, who's laughing now? Now who's laughing? The man who laughs. <laughs> Watch Birds of Prey. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Whatever, I don't care. What's today's odds? James? Ask me if I care what people think of my opinion of movies. 
Never tell me. The, uh, never tell me the odds. The first odd, the odds that Ben Solo will train Ray to become a Force Ghost. I changed a little bit. <laughs> Boo! Zero percent. I'm gonna go eleven. I don't. I like not live action. I think someone's gonna make a really bad book, and they'll be like Ray. <laughs> I hope. Like, I that hope. Feels like in my head, it feels like that feels like forces of destiny sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah, it which could be. isn't really the point of forces of destiny, but it has a. It seems to like move towards more of a female audience. So I always enjoyed it. But you know what I mean? Like it yep. kind of feels like that. I don't know. I would accept it there. I guess. Yeah, I guess. me too. But I just. Uh, I hope. I hope uh, Taika Waititi's movie takes place in the future. And there's a new chosen one named Shanigan. And all you hear is Ben Solo's voice going, Shanigan! Shanigan! No! Like Qui-Gon. And <laughs> I hope there's no chosen one. <laughs> I hope the movie is called Star Wars The Chosen One. <laughs> we could not be a, we could not be any further from each other's thoughts. And then the second called Star Wars, Batman v Superman. Ooh, Dawn of Galactic Justice. Uh, next, uh, the odds. You know that name, Mando. Why did you say it? <laughs> Mandalorian season two trailer this weekend. What are the odds, Martha? This weekend. I'm going to go 25%. I think it's the move they need to do, but like, I don't know. You know, when, when, when Batman is, when he, when the Martha name comes up and Batman v Superman Donna Justice, I like it mm -hmm. because it human, it's the humanizing factor between the two of them. I was found. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Humanizes, like it brings him, you know, uh, I'm going to go 72%, 72.19783% because uh like just for, you have like we know you have something. Just show me. Yeah. Something. Just show it. Yeah. I'm so tired. Like they're like, "Well, May 4th you're going to get the behind the scenes. Okay, that's great. You were on the ball with that one. Why would you miss it on this one?" So anyway, that's where I'm at. Uh, our final odd, the odd of Mandalorian <laughs> Mandalorian season two will have something more impactful than the first time we ever saw Baby Yoda. Something will be more impactful to us than Baby Yoda, the child, the client, the the what's it, the bounty. Uh, I I'm gonna go low, like twenty percent again, because their trailer for the first one was engaging. Oh no, I don't mean the trailer. I mean season reveal. two, season two in general. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Season yeah. two. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go a ninety-five percent because I feel like they gotta put something. I, that's definitely one of the things that people like about that show. They're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> but is it gonna be Baby Le Yoda level though? That yeah. was a bomb, man. It was like <sighs> no one saw. I that think coming. it's perspective, though, right? Like once you do it the first time, unless it's completely outrageous you really can't outdo that no. you know what i mean unless they do baby jar jar that baby ja <laughs> that baby jabba online is pretty cute too though they 
new baby creatures yeah. or people or characters. yeah i found your brother baby yoda too <laughs> star wars babies uh i'm gonna go 37.8291 they make their dreams come true hold on are you ready for the news yeah let's do it i feel like we're flying through this episode right now which is fine because it's getting dark and I'm scared of the dark. Hollow news. And my mic is off. Hollow news. It's back on. You know right now. Star Wars and Adidas will be continuing to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back with a top 10 high top shoe inspired by Boba Fett. Unlike previously seen pairs from this partnership, which include a Stan Smith for Luke Skywalker, which uh, I actually saw some Stan Smith stuff at an Adidas store last weekend, and it's pretty awesome stuff uh, for Star Wars as well. Uh, the latest collaborative sneaker embodies its muse being Boba Fett. Um, it will, it's a basketball style shoe with smooth leather in a combination of trace green and scarlet borrowed from the bounty hunters custom mandalorian armor deep and detailing along the profiles also mimic said armor's battle scars but are undoubtedly overshadowed by the brown attachable pocket on the lateral ankle the inside flip quotes that the helm human you can run but you'll only die tired what (laughs) elsewhere boba branding appears on the tongue label and a graphic depicting Boba Fett next to Darth Vader's troopers animates the insoles. That's cool. Um, and then you also get a commemorative com- poster and swappable lace debris, also in the special action figure box like packaging. Um, there's no release date in North America just yet, but it looks to be launching in Europe on September 24th. Um, but I believe you can possibly pre order, but I'm not sure. Also coming out uh, later this year, a vinyl of the remastered soundtrack for Star Wars A New Hope will be released as a gatefold double LP on 180G vinyl later this year. I uh, believe October 2, 2020. You can pre-order right now. And it's the usual John Williams composed original soundtrack, which includes iconic songs like the main title theme, Princess Leia's theme, and the endlessly catchy Cantina Band. So if you're a big vinyl head or you just need another version of the original soundtrack to A New Hope, it's coming out for you this October. Um, And released today, the Clone Wars, uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark is now available in bookstores and Amazon or wherever you buy books. The anthology that retells epic stories from Star Wars The Clone Wars from different points of view will have tons of stories with authors like Lou Anders, author of Star Wars Pirates Price, Tom Engelberger, author of the Origami Yoda series, plus two in-universe Star Wars stories called The Beware of the Power of the Dark Side and Mighty Chewbacca in the Forest of Fear, uh, Preeti Chiber, E. E. Ann Convery, Zoraida Cordova, Sarah Berthurst, Jason Fry, Yoon Ha Lee, Rebecca Roanhorse, Anna Ursu, and Je- Greg Van Eekout will uh, be one of the many authors involved in this. 
I really want to check out this story, so I think I will buy it today. Perhaps I will wait while I save my monies. But exciting, exciting stuff. So lots of merch coming our way. And this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. That's a new ending to the Hollow News song. Hollow News. We got the top five. We got the top five. They're standing by with the top five. No, it doesn't work, does it? Or maybe it does. Amazon driver. By the way, your roommate's brother is my uh, new Amazon delivery guy. <laughs> he told me that. It's hilarious. Like, not even... Yeah, it's really funny. I can't get over it. Uh, today's top five are top five villains. Top five baddies. Top. And I'm going to tell you something right now, Brock. Five. I did not include bounty hunters on this list because are they villains? Are they really villains? Oh, I didn't even think of that. They're dark. They're like gray. They skirt. Yeah, they, I mean, look, if I wanted to hire a bounty hunter, I could. I mean, I'd make him a bad guy. My number five, Count Deku. I'm a big Count Deku fan. He has one of my favorite <laughs> lightsabers, Christopher Lee. Uh, he trained Qui-Gon. <laughs> Uh, my number five is going to be from the Poe Dameron comic, Agent Terex, which if you didn't read the comic, you don't know who he is, but pretty interesting character and I think would fit well in a film. My choices are lame by comparison. My number four, Moff Gideon. I think he's going to uh, excel in the next season, but the two ooh. episodes he was in on The Mandalorian were fantastic. He's that kind of villain that you're like, ooh, I like this guy. So Moff Gideon my number is my four number is four. My number four is going to be Moff Gideon as well. And I think he would be higher if we knew a little bit more about the yeah. character. But, like, that's one of the exciting things. And could very easily be one of the cool things the next season. Um, yeah. See, I don't awesome know if he stuff. could be higher because my number three is Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> my number three. Oh, sorry. Let me. Do you want to further Oh, no. He's just fantastic. There's no elaborating. <laughs> if you don't like Jabba the Hutt, you're not a Star Wars fan. I will say that out loud. Uh, my number three is going to be Darth Maul. Uh, just, you know, what was a throwaway character almost became uh -huh. like a pretty interesting character altogether. All yeah. So, my number Deuce. Deuce is wild. Darth Maul. Sorry, Maul. Formerly Darth. I'm a big. Well, everyone knows I love. <laughs> everyone knows I'm a huge Maul fan, so don't be surprised. Let's go to the mall. My number two is going to be Kylo Ren. Fantastic. He's not a like, bad guy, though, Brock. He's not a bad he guy. No, I, I He's not a bad guy, Brock. He stole my heart. Because is your number <laughs> one? Yeah, Vader. Vader. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I love they Kylo. I love Kylo Ren. He didn't make my list, though, because... Um, uh, he's because he's on the fence for me. He's like gray. I do like top five. Gray. Like he is bad. Like don't he is a villain, pure villain. Yeah. But I think I don't know if it's. I gotta talk to a kid about this to be honest. I don't know if it's because of my age or whatnot, but I I view him differently from my number one, which is Vader and obviously Maul, where they're just straight up hardcore, deadly killers. Kylo's kind of been like, he's a bad guy, but he's more like a, he's really mucked up. Like he's like I don't like he doesn't understand himself. 
Whereas Vader completely understands himself. Arguably yeah. in the movies. That's not we won't go into any of these novels that are like he you know, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think those are, that's a good uh list of villains right there. Um Who's your number one? Oh, Vader as well. Lame <laughs> <laughs> But I, got, I can't help but notice that a little person named Palpatine wasn't on either list. Uh, They're further proving that he is a boring character. He's, he's Andrew Fantasia's favorite character. He's not my favorite. Boo. I, I will say I do like... I would have liked him. I liked him in the sequel trilogy. I would like him more if it was actually planned. It seemed like he was... I do think Ray Palpatine was something that was, if not planned, was thrown around at one point. Um, I think, but I think having a singular villain throw made made it make sense. I just don't think they executed yeah. it uh, very well. And then him having no reason for coming back other than the dog. <laughs> um, I, I like to, I like, I like to think that Palpatine's just a, a MacGuffin. He like, just the, is the thing that gets you there. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what he's kind of like. He's the bagger because you need one. But the henchmen are more interesting than the main villain. Yeah, as well yeah. this right. So. That's over here. So that's our top five. Top five villain. Let us know who your favorite top five villains are in the comments below. You can yeah. listen to us wherever you find your podcast. This is the 182nd episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. Wow. He's Brock. I'm James. Anything you want to say? Stay safe. Wear your masks. Support the U.S. Postal Service. Because if you don't, you were always scum. Rebel Scum. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.